RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. A very wonderful rendition of the national anthems of the United States and Canada, and certainly something to hear as Montrealers, Canadians here, all join in the singing of our national anthem in both French and English, led by Miss Suzanne Lapointe out in center field. A truly memorable moment here at Jerry Park this afternoon. Now let's go with the starting lineup for this afternoon's first game. For the visitors, the Houston Astros, only two and a half games out of first place. The uh, leadoff man this afternoon making his first appearance here in Montreal in this series, left fielder Sandy Valdespino. Sandy Valdespino in left field. Batting number two for Houston and playing second base, Joe Morgan. Batting third for the Astros, a very dangerous Jimmy Wynn. Jimmy Wynn in center field. The cleanup man, shortstop Dennis Menke. That's Menke at shortstop in the cleanup position. Kurt Bluffrey, who hammered out those two two-run homers against the Expos in the opening game of this series Friday night, will be batting fifth and playing first base. Kurt Bluffrey. Norm Miller in right field. Follows Bluffrey in the order, batting seventh. That's Norm Miller, the right fielder, batting seventh. Or rather sixth. Seventh in the order is the catcher, John Edwards. Edwards, the catcher, seventh. Orlando Martinez. Orlando Martinez will be playing third base in place of Doug Rader in this first game this afternoon. Martinez will be batting eighth. The pitcher, Don Wilson, will be batting ninth. Here is the starting lineup for the Montreal Expos. A few changes. Ty Klein is at first base leading off for the Expos this afternoon. Making his appearance after coming off the injury reserve list, Gary Sutherland at second base. Sud batting number two for the Expos. The third man in the Expo order, right fielder Rusty Staub. Rusty Staub in right field, batting third. The cleanup man, the mayor of Jonesville, Mac Jones in left field. Ron Fairley is playing center field this afternoon. Fairley batting fifth, and Ron returned to the lineup with a home run yesterday afternoon. Kevin Collins has replaced Coco LaVoy at third base for this first game. Collins will be batting uh, sixth in the order and playing third base. The seventh man in the Expo batting order, catcher John Bateman. Bateman catching in the first game and batting seventh. The shortstop, Bobby Wine, will bat eighth, and the pitcher, Bill Stoneman, will be batting ninth. The umpires for this afternoon's first game... Al Barlick behind the plate, Ed Fargo at first base, John Kipler at second, and Andy Olson at third base. As we all sadly know right now, the Astros have grabbed a two-to-nothing lead in this series. They beat the Expos five to three Friday night using the home run ball, the great advantage, and they defeated the Expos five to three yesterday afternoon. The Expos out-homered the Astros yesterday as Ron Fairley and Rusty Staub hit for the circuit. But unfortunately, the Astros won the ball game 5-3. The Astros are on a seven-game winning streak, and they are aiming for eight straight in this first game this afternoon. The Expos have lost their last six games. So they're aiming to break out of this current slump here at Jerry Park this afternoon. Stallman is completing his pregame warm-up pitches, and will be set to go in just a few moments' time. A point brought out by John Robertson of the Star, 
And it's something that we can reflect upon. Uh, sure, the Expos are in last place in the Eastern Division of the National League. But, folks, it wasn't too long ago when clubs like the New York Mets and the Houston Astros were at the bottom of the heap. These two expansion clubs very much in the running for their division titles, the Mets in the Eastern Division and the Astros, only two and a half games out of first place in the Western Division of the National League. As we have said many times in the past, and we'll say it again, there's only one way for the Expos to go, and that's up the ladder. May not happen this year, but there's always next year, and this team will always provide you with plenty of thrills. This is a ball club with plenty of style, win or lose. All right, so we're all set now for the start of this afternoon's ball game. Stallman is just about uh, finished with his pregame warm-up pitches. He is. They're whipping the ball around the infield. So right now, I'll whip the microphone over to Dave Van Horn. Thank you very much, Russ, and good afternoon once again, everybody. Kevin Collins at third, Bobby Wyatt at short. Gary Sutherland back at second base. Good to see Gary back in action. Ty Clyde, the first baseman. John Bateman's behind the plate. Mac Jones in left. Ron Fairley in center. Rusty Staub in right. And here's Sandy Valdespino, the leadoff batter for the Houston Astros. Sandy Valdespino, acquired by Houston in the deal with the Atlanta Braves. Valdespino had been at Atlanta's AAA Farm Club and the International League at Richmond, Virginia. Here's the pitch to Valdespino. First one is high, ball one. The game is underway. Valdespino, a left-hand hitter. He's batting 286. He's played in 29 games in an Astros uniform, 24 for 85 at the plate. The 1-0 pitch. High, ball two, two and nothing. John Bateman catching this first game. Ron Brad will see action in the second game. Ron's been going very strong, has needed some rest. Here's the 2-0 pitch. In there for the strike on Valdespino. Two and one. The left side of the outfield, shallow. We say the left side because Ron Fairley's pulled around in left center. Mac Jones straight away in left field, not too deep. Strike two to Valdespino. Evens the count of two balls and two strikes. Sully Parker coaching at third base. Mel McGahey at first base. For Houston, here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Valdespino is out of there. One down. The batter will be Joe Morgan, the Houston second baseman. Morgan's batting 248. One out. There's nobody on. Morgan's a left-hand hitter. Here's the pitch. Taken high. Ball one. Stoney, ready for the 1 0 pitch. Here it comes. And it's missing the target. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Stoney delivers the 2 0 pitch. This one missed the inside corner. Ball three. Three and nothing to Morgan. He got behind on Valdespino, came back and struck him out. And we'll see if he can come back on Morgan. Jimmy Wynn is on deck. Stoneman delivers. It's low and away. Morgan draws a walk. So if one out, there's a runner on. And the batter will be Jim Wynn. Uh, Gary Sutherland, the second baseman, with Wynn being a right-hand hitter. Gary has signaled to Bill Stoneman. He'll be the one, if the ball comes back to Stoney, Gary will be the one that...
Stillman will want to throw that ball to for the double play. Bobby Wine way over in the hole on the left side of the infield. So they've overshifted to the left. Stoney at the belt. Takes a look at Morgan. A long look. The pitch to win. Taken low and away. Ball one. We mentioned yesterday Morgan has exceptionally good speed. He's stolen 24 bases. So he, if we're looking at speed right now with Morgan and Wynn, the two fastest men on the Astros team. Morgan with 24 stolen bases. Jimmy Wynn, the batter, he's stolen 18 times successfully this year. One and nothing, the count. Morgan takes his lead. A move to first base. Morgan gets back in time. Little bit of a breeze from left to right. And a bright, sunny, beautiful day here in Canada. Stallman looks at his runner again. The pitch. Taken for a strike. One ball, one strike to Jimmy Wynn. Right hand hitter batting 277. Wins hit 25 home runs and 66 RBIs. Hit one here the other night. Little guy with a lot of power. The 1-1. Cut on. Bounce left side. Foul. Into the coaching box. Third baseman Kevin Collins up with it. Coco LeBoy getting a rest. One ball, two strikes. The count on Jimmy Wynn with one out here in the first inning. Morgan the runner. Houston twice this year has won ten games straight. They've won eight straight coming into this one. They're going for their eighth straight. Here's the one-two pitch. Cut on. Line drive. Moving over toward right center. It drops in there. Could be for extra bases. Barely up with the ball. He's going to throw to second, but in with a stand-up double. And the runner holding at third base is Morgan. That's a double for Wynn. Into the right center power alley. The outfield was around to the left for him, so Ron Fairley had to cut all the way across center field to get over there to get that ball. Morgan moves to third base. First hit of the game. And now with one out, the Astros have got runners at second and third, and here's the cleanup batter, Dennis Menke. Menke is batting 291. He has more hits than any other Houston player. 105 hits, 361 at-bats. The leading hitter of the regulars. Stoneman getting the sign from John Bateman. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. The last time the Astros will be here at Jerry Park this year, we'll be in Houston next weekend. to wrap up our play with the Astros for the season. Here's the 0-1 pitch. High and outside, a ball. One ball, one strike to Dennis Menke. The Atlanta Braves move in here tomorrow, and left-hander George Stone will be on the mound tomorrow night. (laughs) 
Jerry Robertson will be on the hill for the Expos. The 1-1 to Menke. Broke across the letters on the inside corner of strike. A hard curve that really fooled Menke because he spun and ducked out of the way of that pitch. One ball, two strikes. Here's the wind up in the pitch. Check swing, it's down low. Ball two. Count is even now to Menke. Two balls, two strikes. Mac Jones straight away in left for Menke. Fairly a few steps into left center. Morgan the runner at third. Win at second. One out. Here's the 2-2 to Menke. Swing and a miss. Strike three. The bat sailed off to the right side. John Bateman hung on. Second strikeout for Bill Stoneman. That's two away and a big out to get Menke there. Fly ball could have scored a runner. But Stoney got him. Now Kurt Bleffrey will be the batter with two outs. Bleffrey is hitting 268. He's a left-hand hitter. He's had a couple of home runs in this series. And he's hit the ball well. Tripled yesterday to drive in two runs in the first inning. On a high fly ball to right center. So there's two away now. The right side of the infield has moved back. Sutherland on the edge of the grass. The pitch to Bleffrey on the letters inside. Ball one. Here's Stoneman's 1-0. Bleffrey swings. Fly ball. Right center. Stop going back. Barely is back. And it is... Stop at the fence.
Don Wilson on the mound for Houston. Five swings, lines the first one foul out of play down to the left. Strike one. Wilson's having another fine year. 12 and 7, has a 3.87 ERA. He's got nine complete games. Leads the staff in strikeouts with 165 for 155 and two thirds innings. Gets a strike on the first one to Ty Klein, which was fouled to the left. The next one misses for a ball, so the count is even. One ball, one strike. Wilson delivers. Breaking ball is high. Two and one. Three forty down the right field line. Three forty down the left field line. Here's the two-one pitch. It's high and in. Ball three. Three balls, one strike to Ty Klein. Gary Sutherland on deck. Here's the three-one pitch. Taken for strike two. Called. Got. The inside corner about letter high. Full count now to tie. Wilson delivers. Strike three call. Got a slider on the outside corner. So Ty Klein is called out on strikes. Strikeout for Don Wilson. The batter with one out and nobody on. Gary Sutherland. Gary back in action now, batting 233. Coming off the 21-day disabled list. The pitch to Gary, taken for a strike. 0-1. Wilson's really a class pitcher. The pitch, cut on, and this is a base hit out into left field. Gary Sutherland on with a base hit in his first time at the plate after that injury at Chase Stadium in New York. So Gary's on with one out, and the batter will be Rusty Staub. Teams are even now in hits. We're in the bottom of the first, no score. Staub batting 291. Has 17 home runs and 50 RBIs. He's two home runs behind Mac Jones. And 10 RBIs behind Mac. Here's the pitch to Rusty. Foul back out of play to the left. Nothing and one. The league leader in home runs, Willie McCovey with 33. Lee May of Cincinnati has 29. Hank Aaron of the Atlanta Braves is third with 28. And, of course, he'll be here tomorrow night with all the other Atlanta Braves. Here's the pitch to Rusty. A called strike. 0-2. Climb the runner at first. The RBI leader in the National League is Ron Sato of Chicago. He's got 92. The 0-2 pitch to stop is high for ball one. One ball, two strikes. Mac Jones is on deck. Wilson 
Gibson getting a sign from the catcher, John Edwards. Here's the one-two pitch to Rusty. Missed the outside corner. Count is even. Two balls, two strikes. Wilson is 1-0 against our ball club this year. He beat us 7-4 on May 22nd at the Astrodome. Fred Gladding came on to get a save in the ninth. Wilson went eight and two-thirds innings. There goes Sutherland. The pitch is down low. Sutherland slides. He makes it to second. Gary Sutherland gets in there under the throw. We get a full count on Staub at three and two, and Sutherland gets the stolen base. For Gary, his second of the year. So it's three and two now on Staub. Here comes the pitch. Check swing and a foul tip. I thought it was foul tipped. It wasn't. It was high and inside. Got away from Edwards. Sutherland goes to third, and Staub goes to first on a walk. It was not foul tipped. The ball just got away from Edwards. So Staub is on first on the walk. He said wild pitch. So it's a wild pitch to move Sutherland to third. Mac Jones, the batter, with one out and runners at first and third. No score in the game. Rusty started to go after that ball, but then let it go. Let's take 10 seconds for station identification on the Expos Baseball Radio Network. First pitch to Mac. Right under his chin, inside. Backed out of there. Ball one. Mac hitting 287. 19 home runs, 60 RBIs. What a spot for Mac here to... Get a big hit in. Only one out and runners at first and third. Sutherland, the runner at third. Wilson at the belt. Deals to Mack. He swings and misses. Strike one. One ball, one strike. Wilson again checking the runners. The 1-1 one, one to Mack Jones is high. Ball two. Two and one. Sutherland got on with a base hit, stole second, went to third on a wild pitch when Staub walked. Wilson kicks and fires the 2-1 pitch. Mack goes after it, misses everything. Count is even at 2-2. Al Barlick calling the balls and strikes. Ed Fargo at first, John Kibler at second, Andy Olson at third. Wilson set for the 2-2 pitch to Mack. Here comes. He struck him out. Mack goes down swinging. Strikeout number two for Wilson. Two away, and it'll be up to Ron Fairley. Ron is batting 306. He's got 22 hits and 72 trips to the plate. It is third Montreal home run here yesterday. Has 14 RBIs. Obtained from the Los Angeles Dodgers, Ron Fairley. Wilson pitches. Cut on. Bounce to the right side. Stopped by the first baseman, Bleffery. Flips to Wilson, covering, and Fairley is out. The side is retired. So, no runs. One hit, no errors, and two were left. The score at the end of an inning here. 
The Astros nothing, and our Expos nothing. The Cincinnati Redlegs scored a run in the top half of the first inning. They're leading the Phillies one to nothing. That game now in the bottom half of the first. Other acts in the National League this afternoon will see Los Angeles at St. Louis, San Diego at Chicago, Atlanta at New York, and San Francisco at Pittsburgh. The standings in the uh, in the National League so far show, of course, the Cubs with their six and a half game lead over New York. And they lead St. Louis by eight and a half games. Pittsburgh 11 games out. Philadelphia 21 and a half. And the Expos 32. In the Western Division, Atlanta has a one-game lead over Cincinnati and San Francisco. The Dodgers are two games out. And the Houston Astros are two and a half games out. Then the San Diego Padres, the expansionist club, 25 and a half games out of first place. So those are the standings in the Eastern and Western Division of the National League. We'll be keeping up to date on all the scores throughout the afternoon. Well, no scores. We go to the top half of the second inning in this first game here at Jerry Park between the Houston Astros and the Montreal Expos. Both uh, Bill Stoneman and Don Wilson have struck out a pair of batters. Stoneman got two in the top of the first. Wilson struck out a pair of Expos in the bottom half of the first inning. Wilson is really humming that fastball of his. Boy, it's really zipping in there. Big Mac Jones had plenty of trouble trying to make contact with with Wilson's fastball in the bottom half of the first inning. So for the Astros, in the top of the second, it'll be Norm Miller, John Edwards, and Orlando Martinez. Norm Miller's a left-hand hitter. He's batting 274. Stobbs playing him deep in right, fairly a couple of steps into right center, and the right side of the infield, of course, plays back for this left-hand hitter. Bill Stoneman delivers, pitches low and inside, ball one. Miller, Edwards, and Martinez. No score here in the top of the second. First game of the doubleheader this afternoon. The 1-0 pitch is low, ball two, two and nothing. Larry Dierker will go in the second game for Houston. Howie Reed for the Expos. The 2-0. Cut on. Line drive single out in the left field. Mac Jones up with the ball. Miller will hold at first base. Second hit for Houston. Oh, with Miller at first. John Edwards will step up to the plate. There's nobody out. John Edwards. The Astros got runners at first and third with only one out in the first inning. And Stoneman retired Menke and Bluffrey to get out of the jam. Edwards was about ready to go, and then he stepped out and went back for the pine tire cloth to rub that bat handle down a bit. Edwards also a left-hand hitter. Tony looking to Bateman for the side. Throw to first base, getting back safely as Miller. Edwards batting 239. Sony looks at the runner, the pitch, foul way back to our left. Out of play. 0 and 1. Edwards.
Edwards for a long time was the Cincinnati catcher, and they felt a year ago, two seasons ago now, that he was expendable when a young rookie by the name of Johnny Bench came up. Swing and a miss by Edwards. 0-2. Edwards had done quite a job for him. We mentioned that in 63 and 64, he was the Golden Glove catcher in the National League. The runner at first, Norm Miller. Infield's a double play depth. Stolman at the belt. Here's the pitch. High and inside. A ball and two strikes. Bateman going out to talk to Bill Stoneman. That conference did not last long. Might have been just long enough for John to tell Stoney what he'd like to see thrown in there to John Edwards. Here's the one-two pitch. Look out. Throw to first base. Miller's back in time. That almost got a piece of Edwards. He got out of there in time. Two balls, two strikes. Marty Martinez is on deck. Miller's the runner with nobody out. There he goes. The pitch swung on and missed. Bateman throws the tag. They got him. Bateman to wide. Edwards goes down swinging on the pitch. So that twin killing makes it two outs, nobody on. Third strikeout for Bill Stolman. Here's Marty Martinez, another left-hand hitter. Martinez batting 294. He's played in 41 games, has only 109 at-bats. The pitch. Outside. Ball one. Third baseman Kevin Collins in on the grass. The pitch. It's high. Ball two. Two and nothing. Left fielder Mac Jones. Center fielder Ron Fairley playing in. Stop straight away and right. The sun ducks behind clouds from time to time. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Fouled way down to the left out of play. 2-1 to Martinez. And the field for a moment or two will be in shadows and then, of course, in bright sunshine. Stoney deals a 2-1. This is sliced foul back out of play to our left again. And the count is two balls and two strikes. Dave, a fan caught that ball in his hand and it bounced right out. He thought he had, he looked in his hand, no ball. Had a look behind him. The 2-2 pitch. This one's fouled back into the screen behind the plate. Well, the deuces are up on the scoreboard. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. And we're in the second. Here's the pitch. 
Bounder to the left side. Wine has got it. Throw to Klein. That's all for the Astros. They're down one, two, three. No runs, one hit. No errors, nobody left. The score at the end of one and a half. Montreal nothing. Houston nothing. You know, fans, it wasn't too long ago, and as a matter of fact, it's still happening right now in sports, where you have to get in long queues at the ballpark to buy your tickets. Or if you're calling the ballpark or any sports organization, be it football, hockey, or baseball, that you've got to wait for the telephone call to be completed by a busy switchboard. Well, you know, the Expos have uh, joined this TRS system, the ticket reservation system that we've talked about so often on these baseball broadcasts. Through TRS, it's a computerized setup. The machines are located throughout the island of Montreal and down in the United States, in Burlington, Vermont, in Plattsburgh, New York, in Sherbrooke, Quebec, up in the Ottawa Valley at the Miracle March stores. And through TRS, you don't have to worry about getting the ballpark in time to buy tickets for the game. You don't have to worry about phoning anybody. You just go right to the TRS center, and they'll punch out your ticket right on the spot, and you'll get the best available seats for that price. Well, fans, don't forget that you can purchase all your tickets through the PRS outlet in your area. Now in Montreal, we'd like to remind folks uh, living in the financial district, or I should say working in the financial district down around St. James Street, that there's a TRS location in the restaurant in the Place Victoria, the Stock Exchange Tower. It's called La Vieille Porte. You'll find a TRS machine there. TRS conveniently located at Simpson Stores downtown around the Lakeshore. And also you'll find a TRS machine in Place de Marie, the Dominion Square building, and all the Miracle March stores in Montreal. Well, the bottom of the second, Kevin Collins, John Bateman, Bobby Wine. First pitch to Kevin is high. Ball one. Kevin's a left-hand hitter. Batting 220. Looks at a strike. One ball, one strike. Wilson delivers a curve that swung on. This ball hit out toward right center. It's going to drop in for a base hit. Collins is on. Second hit off Wilson. That'll bring the catcher, John Bateman, to the plate. And Kevin Collins, the runner at first. Kevin's a New Englander. He's from Springfield, Massachusetts. Here's big John Bateman. Batting 199. Collins takes his lead. Bateman swings for the fence and misses. 0-1 0-1 to John. No score here. Wilson at the belt checks Collins. The pitch to John is high and inside for a ball. One ball, one strike. John's from Killeen, Texas. A hunter and a fisherman in the offseason. Here's the 1-1 to John. Cut on, bounced high. Wilson has it, throws to second. There's nobody there. It goes out into center field. Collins goes to third. Bateman's on. 
Well, the mix-up in signals between Morgan and Menke. Looked like Menke was going to be the backup man, and Morgan didn't get over there. Bateman on on the fielder's choice, and we'll have to see who the scorer charges the error to. Menke. Right now, it's the Menke. Now, that is subject to change. In this instance, it looked to me like Menke was the backup man because Menke was not going to the bag. He was going behind the bag. And I think maybe Morgan was the man that uh, should have been there, but he wasn't. Wilson delivers now to Bobby Wine, and Bobby fouls the first pitch high and out of play to the right. Wine batting 194. Collins at third base, Bateman at first base. Nobody out, the 0-1 to Wine. Fouled sharply way off to the right out of play. Nothing in two to Bobby. The pitcher, Bill Stoneman, is on deck. Wilson deals. High and inside gets back to the backstop. Here comes Collins. He scores. Bateman goes to second. A wild pitch. Second wild pitch uncorked by Don Wilson. It decked Bobby Wine, and Collins raced home to score the Expos lead one to nothing. One and two, the count on Bobby Wine. And boy, did Bobby have to get out of the way. Well, Donald Edward Wilson has uncorked a couple of pitches here, and this one cost him. The one-two to Wine. Swung on and missed strike three, and Bobby is upset. He went after a high outside pitch. Took a sweep at it and missed. That's the third strikeout for Don Wilson. I think we're going to get a change in that scoring. Bill Stolman. Right-hand hitter. Sully swings and misses the first pitch. That error has been charged to Morgan, the second baseman. So if you're scoring along with us, error on the second baseman in the inning. The 0-1 to Sony, outside. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed for strike two. As Wilson's been something else, he's tied several major league records. Most strikeouts for a nine-inning game. He struck out 18 on July 14th of 1968. Struck out 18. That was in a night game. Swing and a miss, strike three. That's all for Bill Stoneman. Fourth strikeout for Don Wilson. Two outs. Bateman's the runner at second, and the batter will be Ty Klein. 
And what do you think the Major League record is for the most consecutive strikeouts in a game? Oh, Wilson's tied it. Klein's a left-hand hitter. Called out on strikes in the first inning. Checked his swing on the first one. Ball one. It's eight. Bateman leading from second. The pitch to Klein. Swung on. This ball hit high into the air. Left center racing over to Jimmy Wynn. He gets there to make the catch. And that's it for Ty Klein. Wynn, with a good burst of speed, got to that ball that was dropping fast. But here in the second, the Expos come up with a run on one hit. There's one error in the field. The run is unearned. There was one man left uh, left on base. The score at the end of two, the Expos won. The Astros nothing. The Phillies scored three runs in the bottom half of the first inning. Cincinnati had a run on the first and a run on the top of the second. So the score is three to two, Philadelphia over Cincinnati in the bottom half of the second. Pasquale is going against champion in that ball game. The Giants are leading the Pirates one to nothing at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh in the bottom of the second. Gaylord Perry against Doc Ellis. Atlanta is at New York. That important ball game has Milt Pampas on the hill for the Braves and Gary Gentry for the Mets. San Diego at Chicago. The Padres are sending Joe Negro, Phil's brother, against Dick Delma. And Los Angeles at St. Louis. Chuck Taylor pitching for St. Louis. The lefty, Paul Osteen, on the hill for Los Angeles. Games in the American League. Baltimore at Minnesota. Chicago at Detroit. Cleveland at Kansas City. Boston, two games at Oakland. Washington at California. And New York on Seattle, at Seattle. And we haven't received any report on those ball games yet, still early in the afternoon. Well, the Expos are leading the Houston Astros one to nothing as we go now to the top half of the third inning. And for Houston, we'll be looking at pitcher Don Wilson in the top of the order, Sandy Velvet, Despino, and Joe Morgan. Dave, I'd like to remind fans once again that it's camera night here at Jerry Park tomorrow night between 7 and 7.30. All fans with cameras will be allowed on the field to photograph their favorite Expo ball players. There'll be loads of fun for the youngsters, for all the camera bugs, and the older people do. A lot of older people, of course, are camera bugs as well, and sports fans. So what a party they should have tomorrow night with their cameras. At 7 to 7.30, they'll be allowed on the field. Ball game starts at 8.05. Don Wilson. Okay, Don Wilson, the Houston pitcher, will be the first man up here. Wilson's batting 145. He's got eight hits and 55 trips to the plate. Swings and chops a foul into the Expos dugout to the left. Strike one. Bill Stolman, right-hander on the mound for the Expos. The 0-1 pitch. Fouled way out to the right. Out of play. You know what Wilson does in his spare time? He's your friendly neighborhood little old cabinet maker. Quite a woodworker. They can use him up in Ottawa. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He's out of there. Wilson tried to hold up and went around on it and struck out. Fourth strikeout for Stoney. Here's Sandy Valdespino, who was his first victim in the first inning. 
Sandy Valdespino. He's been around batting 286. Swings and misses Stoney's first pitch. Valdespino, little guy, bats left, has strong arms and shoulders. When he's going well, he can give the ball a pretty good rip. But his problem last couple of years, Benny hasn't been going well. Count evens at one ball and one strike. Stoneman's 1-1. Valdespino gets out of the way. It's low and inside. down the left field line. Uh, don't Mac Jones coming over. He's got it. It's in foul territory. That's two away. You're right. I was about to say, I don't think anybody can make a play on it, but that ball held up a little longer than I thought it was going to, and Mac got over there to make the catch. So there's two outs, and Joe Morgan, the second baseman, comes to the plate. He's batting 248, walked the first time up. Exposed leading 1-0 here in the top of the third. Morgan swings on the first pitch. Line drive, right field stop. Coming in, can't get to it. On one hop, Rusty's got it. Rifles it into second to Bobby Wine. And holding up at first with a single is Joe Morgan. Third hit off, Stoney. That'll bring Jim Wynn to the plate with two outs and Morgan on. Wynn doubled in the first inning. Morgan takes his lead. Bill Stolman gives Morgan a long look and steps off the rubber. Stoney looking down again to John Bateman. The pitch. A strike call on Wynn. 0 and 1. Stoney's big jam was the first inning when the Astros had runners at first and third with one out. He got out of that one. The pitch. Strike two call. This is just above the knees. Flip that inside corner. Nothing and two to Jim Wynn. He's talking to the plate umpire, Al Barlick. Hey. Guess what the attendance here at Jerry Park is this afternoon? I say 23,202, and they haven't even announced it yet. There goes the runner. Bateman throws. The ball dropped. Safe at second is Morgan. The throw was just a little bit high. Sutherland tried to bring that glove down. Just a fraction of an instant before he had control of the ball, and the ball dropped out of his glove as he was trying to put the tag on Morgan, but Morgan was in there with a stolen base. The count has gone one and two to win. Good 
Stoney gives a glance over his right shoulder now at the runner, Morgan at second. The one-two pitch to Jimmy Wynn. Low and away, just missed that outside corner. Two balls, two strikes. I'm beginning to think you're counting the crowd, Dave. It'll take you a while. Oh, I don't know. I guess we've got uh, 23, 24 here. It's a good crowd. Could be a lot more. Here's a base hit out into center field. Fairly coming up with that ball. And the runner, Morgan's going to score. Fairly bobbled it. And going down to second is win. There's an error on the center fielder. Ron Fairley to allow Wynn to go to second. He gets a base hit and an RBI to drive in Morgan to tie it up at 1-1. So it's a new ball game again at 1-1, and the batter will be Dennis Menke with two down. Win the runner at second. Menke struck out in the first inning. The pitch to Menke. And a strike called. There's a big out in the first inning when Stoney struck out Menke with runners at first and third. Now he's got win at second base. The pitch cut on. Base hit up the middle. Out into center field. Win is going to score. Barely up with the ball. Menke holds at first base. He's got an RBI single. Three hits now in this inning off Stoneman. Total of five for the Astros. And they've taken a two-to-one lead here with two outs. All the action coming with two outs here in the top of the third. Kurt Bleffrey. Kurt Bleffrey will be the batter. Bleffrey fly to right in the first inning. Runner leads. Stallman's pitch. Breaking ball and a strike to Bleffrey. 0-1. Good breeze here is going left to right. The pitch. Bounced foul behind the first base coaching box. Down right field foul territory. Bounced off the tarpaulin there and out onto the field. So we got a timeout for a moment. Ten seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. This is the home of Expo Baseball in the Capital District. WHRL in Albany, New York. We're in the top of the third with two outs. Houston leading two to one. Menke's the runner at first. Bluffrey, the batter, takes one high and outside for ball one. The count, one ball, two strikes. Stoney retired the first two men he faced, and then a single by Morgan, a single by Wynn, and a single by Menke, producing a couple of runs. Here's the one-two to Bluffrey. 
slow curve was outside. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. The outfield is around to the right. They're playing deep for Bleffrey. Staub just a step off the warning track in right field. Menke the runner off first. The pitch by Stoney. Low and inside. Ball three. Stoneman has gone to a full count now on Bleffrey. Three and two. Menke, when he leads off first base, he'll try to put a little move on just to throw Stone, try to throw Stoneman's timing off, bother him a little bit. When Menke takes his lead, he appears to be very still. When Stoneman gives him a good look, Menke will shift his hips or throw his head and shoulders to one side, give it a little fake. And there goes the runner. Pitch is swung on. Line drive, left field. Mac Jones under it. He's got it. Here in the third inning, Houston scores two runs on three hits. One error in the field. One man left on base. The score at the end of two and a half. Houston two, Montreal one. All right, some scores starting to fill her in now from elsewhere in the National League. Los Angeles and St. Louis are scoreless. Los Angeles and St. Louis, scoreless top half of the second inning. San Diego at Chicago, just getting underway. It's Joe Negro, by the way, for the Padres and Dick Selma for the Cubs. Atlanta at New York, no score top half of the second inning. Cincinnati at Philadelphia, it's 4-2 for the Phillies over the Reds in the top of the third. Mike Ryan hit his 11th home run of the year with nobody on in the second for Philadelphia. The Giants and the Pirates are tied up at one apiece in the bottom half of the third inning. Nothing yet on the American League games in that Baltimore-Minnesota game. The two division leaders in the American League, it's Dave McNally for the Orioles and Jim Scott for the Minnesota Twins. So that's the story on the out-of-town game so far. And, of course, we'll be keeping you up to date on all the scores throughout the afternoon here on the Expo Baseball Broadcast. Well, the Expos are coming about in the bottom half of the third inning. The first man up for Montreal will be Gary Sutherland. And Suds made his return to the lineup with a single in his first appearance of the play. The single out into the left field. And now here's Gary Sutherland in the bottom half of the third inning. Gary Sutherland, right-hand hitter. Takes Wilson's first pitch, low and in, ball one. Don Wilson, on the mound for Houston, delivers the 1-0, swung on, and this one's bounced, backing up for it. Third baseman Martinez, throw to first, just in time to get Gary. One away. We mentioned that Wilson... right fielder. In uh, 155 and two-thirds innings, has struck out 165. He's right up with the strikeout leaders in the National League. Men like Ferguson Jenkins of Chicago. Jenkins has logged close to 180 strikeouts. Bob Gibson of the Cardinals. Bill Singer of Los Angeles. As a matter of fact, uh, Wilson's running a little bit ahead of Singer. Rusty Staub, who walked in the first inning. First pitch was a strike, the 0-1, down low. One ball, one strike to Rusty.
Rusty is batting 291. The 1-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled. Bounced to the right side. Bounced up over the protective wall and padding and right under the front row of the box seats off the end of the Astros dugout. First base side. And a gentleman down there has got a souvenir. One and two to stop. Mac Jones on deck. Wilson deals. Rusty strikes out. Big man goes down swinging. That's five strikeouts now for Wilson. Mac Jones went down swinging in the first inning. First pitch to Mac is high, ball one. Rusty's only struck out 34 times this year, and someone commented the other day, the 1-0 to Mac is low and inside, ball two. Commented that Rusty appeared to striking out more often in the last two or three weeks. Well, he still hasn't struck out that often, but he, of course he's been at the plate. Swing and a miss by Mac for strike one. He's been at the plate in situations where he has been swinging for the long ball, and they are the occasions when you are more apt to strike out than you are when you're going for that base hit. If you don't get the base hit, you'll pop it up or ground out. And when you swing for that long ball, of course, you increase your chances of striking out. Here's the 2-1. Foul back to the screen. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. And Rusty has been swinging for the long ball more often than he was early in the season. Two outs, back at the plate. The 2-2 pitch. Taken down low. Ball three, a full count. Houston leading 2-1 here in the bottom of the third. First game of our doubleheader. Wilson fires a 3-2. It's slow ball four, and Mack is on. Second walk given up by Wilson. And with two outs, Ron Fairley will come to the plate. Ron bounced out to the first baseman, Kurt Fleppery, in the first inning. Another left-hand hitter. Little lob over to first base to check back Jones. Russ, if you were the runner at first, you made it back safely. Oh, I think so. <laughs> Mine should be I'm tough not for sure me. I would have, but I know you would have. Wilson's at the belt, checking Mac Jones. The pitch to Fairley. Check swing and a ball.
The second baseman, Morgan's playing on the edge of the grass. Bleffrey holding the runner, Mac Jones. The pitch to Fairley. A strike call. One and one. Little break to that ball. Wilson's got normally very good control. Good stuff on his pitches. And a variety of pitches. A check of the runner. And the 1-1 pitch. Swung on. This is a base hit out into right center. Mac Jones is on the go. He's rounding third. And he'll be held up at third base as Morgan recovered that ball. Ron Fairley on a hit and run. Drills a single to right center. Moving Mac Jones to third base. And with two outs, the Expos threaten here in the third. The batter will be Kevin Collins. Kevin got a base hit the right in the second. He scored on a wild pitch by Wilson. So the Expos have got a chance to tie it up here with two outs in the third. That was the third hit off Wilson. The pitch to Kevin. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Mac Jones at third and Ron Fairley at first. Wilson deals and Kevin swings and misses for strike two. Field plays Kevin deep and to the right. Wilson out in front. The 0-2 pitch is fouled back just to our right. Ball bounced up against the front of the press box. John Paul Soro got his fishnet out and went after it, but couldn't come up with it. Runners lead, the 0-2 pitch. Struck him out. Collins goes down swinging with two outs here. So that's it. No runs, one hit, no errors. There were two Expos left on base. At the end of three, it's Houston 2, Montreal 1. Well, fans, we've been talking a lot about TRS, the ticket reservation system. I thought we might mention again for folks, especially around the Sherbrooke area, that you do have a TRS center down there at uh, Belvedere South. This is the Miracle Mart store, 50 Belvedere South in Sherbrooke. Folks out in Sorrell can purchase their tickets through TRS at the location, the Miracle Mart location, 250 Fizette Street in Sorrell. Up in Ottawa, two Miracle Mart locations, 2160 Carling Avenue in the Fairlawn Plaza, and 1595 Maryville Road in Ottawa. In the Quebec City area, the Miracle Mart store, 2440 Sir Wilfred Pulsey Boulevard in St. Foy, at the Miracle Mart store, 4350 First Avenue in Charlesburg, Quebec. So they are conveniently located all over. Also at Voyageur Provincial, Voyageur Provincial, 225 Charest Street in Quebec City. So buy your tickets for Expo Ball Games via TRS. 
Here are the totals now at the end of three innings. Houston, two runs, five hits. They've committed one error and have left three men on. The Expos have one run on three hits, one error, and five base runners have been stranded. The scores, we go to the forest, Houston two, Montreal one. And coming in now to tell you about the middle three innings of this ball game, Russ Taylor. Thanks very much, Dave. First man up for Houston in the top half of the fourth inning will be right fielder Norm Miller. It'll be Miller, Edwards, and Martinez for the Astros. Houston lead this ball game two to one. Expos took a one to nothing lead, bottom half of the second inning. The Astros came up with two runs in the top of the third. The first pitch to Miller is outside and low for ball one. Norm Miller was lead off in the first two ball games. Now he's been dropped down the ladder. Here's a hard hit ball to deep right center field. I believe it is gone. Yes, it is for a home run over the right field fence for Norm Miller. He really tagged that pitch from Bill Stoneman. And Miller makes the circuit here at Jerry Park. And Houston lead this ball game 3-1. to one. Good hard shot by Norm Miller. He really tagged it. And for Norm Miller, that home run is second of the year. Second home run of the year for Norm Miller. So that's Miller's second hit. John Edwards, the catcher, steps in. Edwards struck out first time up. This is foul to the left side into the seats. And a free baseball for a lucky fan. The Houston broadcasters and writers, and also Harry Walker will tell you, one of the reasons Houston's success is John Edwards. This is taken inside for ball one. Way he's been handling the Houston pitching staff. Edwards has been getting his hits from time to time. He's batting 239. Left-hand batter, the one-on-one delivery is lined in the left field for at least one. Edwards makes the turn at first base. Jones scoops it up and fires it into second. And Edwards holds up at first after making the turn. A single just beyond the reach of Kevin Collins at third base. That's the seventh hit off Bill Stoneman this afternoon. Brings up Orlando Martinez. They call him Marty. Marty Martinez with Houston. He grounded out short to first in the second inning. 3-1 ball game now for the Astros. Elroy Faith is heading out to the bullpen to start warming up. Martinez, the left-hand batter. Tony takes his toe off the rubber momentarily. Now he's back on it once again. And here's the first pitch to Martinez. It's low and outside. As John Bateman had to get into the dirt to get that one. 1-0. Hank Aaron, one of the most fabulous players in baseball, will be here tomorrow night. The Expos meet the Astros at 8.05. The 1-0 pitch is... Line in the center field. Fairly is standing there. Takes it for the out. Line fly ball to Ron Fairly in center field. One away. Brings up Don Wilson, the pitcher. Wilson bats right-handed. He's looking down to Salty Parker at third base. To get the sign. With a runner on first and one out, Wilson 
Now you just square around and try to move that man to second with a sacrifice. Fairley has moved over a bit to left center field. Stop playing through right. So we've got a bit of a gap in right center. The pitch, he squares around. The bunt is foul. On one. Crowd has to be around 23,000 here this afternoon. The Jim Fanning, the general manager of the Expos, taking his seat behind home plate. Jim will shortly be going out to Vancouver to visit the Expos Farm Club, the Vancouver Mounties. All one account on Wilson. One out and one on. And one run in by a home run by Norm Miller. Stoneman checks his man at first base. The bottom attempt is down the first baseline foul. Fielded by Ty Klein. Klein and Collins, of course, moving in for the bunt. Wine going down to second base. And Gary Sullivan over to the bag at first to take the throw. Terrific day for baseball here at Jerry Park this afternoon. Fans, don't forget it'll be your last chance to see Hank Aaron, Orlando Cepeda, and the Braves this week starting tomorrow night. To try to make it for one of those four games. Doubleheader Tuesday, single game Wednesday. 0-2 is the count. Wilson squares around a bunt again and bunts it foul. He's out of there. So you can log that as another strikeout for Bill Stoneman. His fourth strikeout of the afternoon. His fifth strikeout. Check that. Brings up Sandy Valdespino. Valdespino struck out in the first and fouled out to Mac Jones in left field in the third inning. Left-hand batter. Edwards still the runner on first base with two out. This one's hit on the ground right to Ty Klein. Ty will tie the bag, and that's it for the Astros in the top of the fourth. They picked up one run on the home run by Norm Miller. Two hits, no errors, and one man was left on base. The score as we go to the bottom half of the fourth inning is 3-1 to one Houston. Fans, we'd like to remind you of tomorrow night's game with the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta's coming in for a big four-game, three-day series, beginning with a single game tomorrow night, starting at 8.05. And tomorrow night is camera night. From 7 to 7.30, the fans will be able to go onto the field, take the cameras with them, and take pictures of their favorite Montreal Expos players. Tomorrow night between 7 and 7.30... The game will start at 8.05, the game between the Expos and the Braves. George Stone, young left-hander, will be on the mound for Atlanta. And Jerry Robertson will be pitching for the Expos. And we've learned that on Tuesday night for the doubleheader, Gary Wozlewski and Larry Jaster will be going for the Expos, Pat Jarvis and Jim Britton for Atlanta. And on Wednesday night, Steve Ranko pitching for our Expos, Phil Negro, for the Atlanta Braves. Well, here in the bottom half of the fourth inning, for the Expos, we'll be looking at John Bateman, Bobby Wine, and Bill Stoneman. Some of the other town scores. No score, Dodgers and St. Louis, bottom half of the second inning. No score, Chicago and San Diego in the bottom of the second. 
Atlanta has scored. Bob Tillman hit his 10th home run of the year in the third with nobody aboard. Atlanta leads that game 1-0. Cincinnati and Philadelphia, it's 4-2 for the Phillies over the Reds in the top of the third. And it's one all Giants and the Pirates in the top half of the fourth inning. John Bateman facing Don Wilson. Wilson delivers his first ball. There's a hard hit ball by John. Deep left field. It is gone. incidentally, had it gone either side of Wilson, would have gone out into center field through that gap. So the Expos have come alive here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Bateman leading off with his sixth home run of the year in a Jonesville. And Bobby Wine has lined a single off the chest of pitcher Don Wilson. Storm in the batter. He'll turn around a bunt, tries to put this one down, foul tips it for strike one. <laughs> Folks, it's just too bad you couldn't have seen that performance by John Bateman. He stood the home plate after crossing, after hitting that home run into the left field seat, and bowed from the waist down, putting his cap on his chest, right toward the Houston dugout. Well, I'll tell you. Another attempted bunt by Stallman is foul. Strike two. It's halfway through this ball game. See, Bateman was with Harry Walker in the Astros last year, and he was left unprotected in the National League draft last October 14th. So, uh, John, of course, will have to turn in a solid performance this afternoon because those Astros will certainly get on his back if anything goes awry. This is a fun and fair one. They play at the first base, the sacrifice works. Two to four of your scoring. That's catcher John Edwards, the second baseman, Martinez, taking the throw at first. So that puts Wine in scoring position. The tying run is on second base. Three to two for Houston over the Expos. Here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. One out, runner on second is Bobby Wine. The pitch to Klein is high outside for ball one. 
The 1-0 pitch is hit on the ground out of short. The runner bobbled momentarily by Menke over to first in time. The runner advances to third, Bobby Wine. So Wine's on third, brings up Gary Sutherland. The second baseman, Gary Sutherland. Sutherland had a single of outfield in the first inning and grounded out to third baseman Martinez next time up. Scoring that sacrifice, I believe I said Martinez going to the bag at first. Actually, it's Morgan, the second baseman. Martinez is at third. Pop fly, back of short. Now Martinez at third will call for it, and he takes it. And that's it for the Expos. But they picked up a run on the home run by Bateman. Two hits. No Houston errors. And one man was left on. After four complete innings of play, Houston leads 3-2. to two. Other games underway. Los Angeles, St. Louis scoreless in the second. San Diego and Chicago are scoreless in the second. Same is true of Atlanta and New York scoreless in the second. Philadelphia four, Cincinnati two. They're in the third inning at Philadelphia. Giants and the Pirates tied 1-1 in the fourth. Over in the American League, Baltimore and Minnesota no score in the first inning. Chicago and Detroit are scoreless in the second. Cleveland and Kansas City no score in the second. Other doubleheaders today, Boston's at Oakland for two games. And that's the only other doubleheader. Washington will be at California. New York will be at Seattle to round out the American League schedule. A reminder, fans, that the Atlanta Braves are here tomorrow night. Last chance to see Hammer and Hank Aaron and the rest of the stars of the Atlanta team. Tomorrow night, doubleheader Tuesday and a single game Wednesday for the Atlanta series here at Jerry Park. That home run by Bateman is sixth of the year and his third against the Houston Astros. So Bateman really likes to go for distance against his old ball club. Now for Houston, we'll be looking at uh, Joe Morgan, Jimmy Wynn, and Dennis Minky, the tough part of the batting order. Be followed by Bluffrey and Miller. Morgan is one for one. He walked in the first inning, got as far as third on a double by Wynn and was left stranded there. When, uh, when Menke struck out and Bluffrey fought out to right field. And in the third inning, Wynn knocked in a run with a... Rather, Morgan got on with a single to right field, and Wynn knocked him in with a single after Morgan had stolen second base. The first pitch to Joe Morgan is taken for a call strike. Strike one. Expos outfield, in case you've just joined us. Ron Fairley in center field. Mac Jones in left and Rusty Staub in right. Strike two call. Again, Morgan took a fastball from Bill Stoneman. Two changes in the outfield, in the infield rather. Kevin Collins is at third, and Gary Sutherland at second. Winds it short, and Klein is at first base. High and inside for ball one. That's Klein at first, Sutherland at second, Collins at third, and Wine at short. Batteries, Bill Stoneman, and John Bateman. One and two the count on Joe Morgan. Stallman out in front of the batter. Nobody out. Morgan the leadoff man here in the top of the fifth. This is low for ball two. Two and two the count. Terrific crowd here this afternoon. And a terrific day for baseball. 
Very impressive opening ceremony this afternoon. And Suzanne Lapointe, uh, Suzanne Lapointe was flown in. Sangley and Ashland. This is a line drive to left center field for at least one. Morgan makes the turn at first. He's going to go to second as the ball rolls out of the right center field fence. Now he's on his way to third, and he'll be in standing up with a triple. Joe Morgan hits a triple to left center field and went all the way up to the fence in the gap between Ron Fairley and Mac Jones. So Stoneman starting off here in the fifth finds himself in trouble with nobody out, a runner on third. Brings up Jimmy Wynn. Wynn has had a double and a single. He knocked in Morgan with a single in the third inning. Wynn is inside for ball one. Elroy Face is starting to warm up once again for the Expos. Astros have picked up eight hits, and we're in the top half of the fifth inning. They lead this ball game three to two. The one and no delivery is hit on the ground foul right past Salty Parker, the third base coach for the Astros. One ball and one strike. The one-on-one delivery. Taken for a call strike. Let's take ten seconds for station identification. This is the Expo Baseball Radio Network. This is the home of Expo Baseball in the Capital District. WHRL in Albany, New York. One and two the count on Jimmy Wynn. Right-hand batter. Nobody out. Top half of the fifth inning. Runner on third base is Joe Morgan. The one and two delivery is fouled into the dirt. Strike. He missed it. He didn't get a piece of it. It hit the dirt, and Jimmy Wynn is out of there. He strikes out. Strikeout number six. Let it go. The shortstop. For Stoneman. Wynn went after a a sinker that just hit just behind home plate. And it bounced around there. And for a moment we thought he got a piece of it. But John Bateman picked it up and tagged the runner. Or the batter. Wynn didn't even have a chance to move out of the batter's box. The first pitch uh, pitch out. Called by Bateman. But Morgan's held close to the bag at third. Dennis Menke struck out in the first and singled in a run in the third inning. Delivered a solid smash to center field. One away. The 1-0 delivery is hit just past third out of the left field for a base hit, and the Astros have another run. Menke took a wide turn at first. The ball got away momentarily from Jones. But Dennis held up and went back to first. So he gets a single. The left field, his second hit of the afternoon. Runner Morgan scoring. And it's now a two-run lead for Houston in the top of the fifth. 
Going to the bottom half of the fifth inning, the score, four to two for Houston. Take a look at the scoreboard now. That Los Angeles-St. Louis game in the bottom of the third at St. Louis, no score. Claude Osteen for the Dodgers. And uh, Taylor on the mound for St. Louis. San Diego-Chicago, no score after one and a half. Joe Negro against Dick Selma in that one. Atlanta won, New York nothing at Shea Stadium. The end of three innings. Milt Pappas against Gary Gentry. The Cincinnati game at Philadelphia is now 4-2. The Phillies lead the Reds. They're in the third inning. Clay Carroll now on the mound for Cincinnati, and Al Raffo is pitching for Philadelphia, both in relief. San Francisco 3, Pittsburgh 1 at the end of 4 at Forbes Field. Gaylord Perry is on the mound for the Giants, and Doc Ellis pitching for Pittsburgh. Over in the American League, Baltimore and Minnesota scoreless after one. For the Expos in the bottom of the fifth, it'll be Rusty Staub, Mac Jones, and Ron Fairley. Staub is hitless. Uh, Rusty walked in the first inning and struck out in the third. So LaGlaurange would love to nail one. Not only for the ball club, but he's playing against his ex-teammate. Played with Houston last year. Don Wilson's all set. His first pitch to Rusty is low and outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. Rusty steps out of the batter's box for a moment. The outfield, boy, is it ever deep on stop. Wynn is in deep center field. Valdespino. Deep and left, moved way over toward left center field. And Norm Miller is deep and right. Joe Morgan is playing on the outfield grass at second. Fastball is taken for a call strike. One and one on stop. Lefferty. Barely deep at first base. But Morgan is out on the outfield grass. Now he moves back even more. The one and one delivery. Line shot left field. Foul. Out of play. Hey, a fine catch by a fan in left field. In the seats just to the left of the Expo bullpen. Oh, we salute that fan. Nice to see some fine fielding plays in the stands once in a while. The one and two pitch. Outside for ball two. Two and two. Mac Jones in the on-deck circle. Time is called. A new ball thrown out by the he played umpire, Al Barlick. Barlick's behind the plate. Vargo's at first. Kibler at second. And Olsen at third. The two-and-two two pitch. Foul right up over the screen. Two balls and two strikes. Wilson shakes off a sign from John Edwards. He's all set. And here's a two-and-two pitch. Strike. What is it? Oh, ball three. John Edwards jumps up and puts the tag on Staub. Rusty 
didn't swing at it. He came around. No, he's out of there now. He, he was overruled by the first base umpire. The man at first, Ed Vargo, signal that stop went around. So Rusty strikes out. Mac Jones takes the first one high and outside for ball one. Well, that's the second time we've seen that in this series, where the first base umpire will make the ruling on a swinging strike. Swung on and missed for strike one. Mac is having his problems trying to time that fastball of Don Wilson's. Boy, Wilson is really blazing it in on Jones. Mac struck out in the first and walked in the third. But if he ever makes contact, look out. Here's the 1-0, one 1-1. One one. Swung on a miss for strike two. One ball and two strikes. Larry Jaster warming up for the Expos in their bullpen. A left-hander. The 1-2 pitch. Fouled against the screen. He got a piece of it that time, just off the bat handle. Boy, the camera bugs are going to have a whale of a time tomorrow night with their favorite ball players, Rusty Staub and Mac Jones and Ron Fairley and Gary Sutherland. Remember, you'll be allowed on the field at 7 o'clock with your cameras, and it's off the field at 7.30. Get those cameras loaded and ready to click. The one and two pitch. Strike three swing. Jones has struck out. And that's another strikeout for Don Wilson. His eighth. In four of the five innings now, Rossi struck out two in each inning. Well, as uh, Dave pointed out, and as I guess a lot of ball fans know, Fellow Don Wilson tied the major league record for 18 strikeouts in one game. This one is low to Ron Fairley. Fairley bounced out to first base in the first inning and singled in the third. Single to center field. The 1-0 delivery is low for ball two. In case you've just joined us, 4-2 for Houston over Montreal. Two home runs in this game, one by Norm Miller of the Astros and one by John Bateman of the Expos. Bateman hit his into Jonesville in the fourth inning. Miller hit his over the right field fence. On the outside corner, four strike one. Two balls and one strike. We're in the bottom half of the fifth inning here at Jerry Park in Montreal. Glad to have all of you aboard the Expo Baseball Network. The two and one pitch is inside, and the count becomes three and one on Ron Fairley. Big crowd here at Jerry Park. Tremendous afternoon. A big crowd in the swimming pool, too, back of the scoreboard. Municipal pool. Here's the three and one pitch to Fairley. He follows it on the ground along the first baseline and steals it by Bob Olis. Now, Ron Fairley has just fallen over. He's down on his hands and knees. He, 
piece of that ball may have the ball may have glanced off his foot. Joe Licio is down there examining it. Dave, did you see what happened? Yeah, the uh, ball foul tipped off his right ankle. Uh, on the inside, I believe. I don't believe it was the shin. I think it was the inside. So he undoubtedly uh, has suffered a bruise. Uh, just how, how bad it is, of course, we don't know. Ron sitting down and Joe taking a look at it. We'll just have to wait till we hear from Joe Licio. These uh, injuries, that's a, you know, that's a nerve center there, and the, it's a v- very sensitive area to a blow like that. And uh, oftentimes, and we hope this is the case in this instance, it would appear worse than what it is because uh, of the pain of the instant. The player uh, sometimes will appear injured uh, worse than what he really is. We hope that that's the case. It just hurts right now, but it's not bad at all. Fairley is on his feet. He's having difficulty, though, trying to move that, uh, to try to put any weight on that right foot. Dr. Bob Roderick is up in the press box uh, looking down. I don't think uh, Ron's going to be able to continue. Now, I'm just guessing right now, but the way he's limping around there, and that would be a tough break because Fairley uh, uh, came back into the lineup after being on that 21-day injury reserve list. Yesterday, hit a home run out of the park, pleasing the crowd and, of course, pleasing himself. Taking the bat, and he's using it as a cane. Still walking around. Joe Licio talking to him. Ron trying to test his weight. The count on Fairley is three and two. Now, he decides he walks away now, walking very slowly the plate. Gets a fine round of applause from the crowd, and it looks like Ron Fairley's going to stay in there. Three balls and two strikes. Fairley has not moved back into the batter's box yet. Trying to take just a little time just to work that foot a bit, test the, his weight on it. in the batter's box now. Count three balls and two strikes on Ron Fairley. The pitch. Low and outside, ball four. Fairley is on with a walk, and he is limping down to first base. The batter will be Kevin Collins. Collins had a single in the second inning, scored a run, went all the way to third on an error by Joe Morgan. And then he scored on a wild pitch. Left-hand batter, Kevin Collins. Barely the runner on first base. Wilson all set. Delivers. Swung on and missed. Got a piece of it. Strike one. On one. Outfield straight away and deep on Collins. And here's the on one pitch. Strike two call. And Wilson's out in front of Collins. Collins playing in place of Coco LeBoy in this first game. We'd like to see Coco in the second game. 
Bateman catching the first game, and Ronnie Brand will catch the second game. The 0-2 pitch, high and inside. Collins had it. Really hit the dirt in that one. The next one is hit foul along the first baseline, rolls toward the Houston dugout. One ball and two strikes on Kev Collins. Wilson taking his time. Barely the runner on first base. Two out, bottom half of the fifth inning. The next pitch. Swung on and missed. Oh, held up. Again, he held up on his swing. And the count is two and two. Collins' wrist didn't break on that swing. He went right around on that pitch, but did not break his wrist. The two-and-two pitch popped into the air. It's out of play. Down in front of us. And the count remains two-and-two. Kevin Collins still in there. Four-to-two Houston over the Expos in the bottom half of the fifth inning. This next one is swung on and missed this time for strike three. Strikeout number nine, Don Wilson strikes out the side. For the Expos, no runs, no hits, no errors, one man left on base. After five complete innings of play, the score is still four to two for Houston. Now let's get back to the scoreboard now and take a look at what changes may or may not have taken place. The San Francisco-Pittsburgh game in the bottom of the fifth. No change on that one. Three to one, San Francisco leading Pittsburgh. And all of the other scores remain the same. Chicago won, San Diego nothing in the third. Atlanta won, New York nothing in the fifth. Los Angeles won, St. Louis nothing in the fourth. Baltimore and Minnesota. That's Dave McNally against Jim Cott. And this afternoon, Dave McNally is going for his 16th consecutive victory. Jim Cott pitching for the Minnesota Twins. There's no score after one and a half. Detroit leading Chicago 1-0 after two. And Kansas City and Cleveland are scoreless at the end of two. That's Louis Tion for the Indians and Wally Bunker for Kansas City. And that's our check of the scoreboard up to now. We've got a new pitcher for the Expos. Larry Jaster, left-hander, coming in a pitch for the Expos here in the sixth inning. Larry Jaster, slowly getting back into pitching form. Ron Fairley moves to first base. Ty Klein will be out in center field. Fairley will play first for the Expos here in the top of the six. Ty Klein will be in center field. All right, now Larry Jaster's record. Jaster is appearing in his 19th ball game. He has won one, lost five, has an earned run average of 4.65 for the 
60 innings, he has pitched with the Expos. Pitching coach Cal McClish has been spending a great deal of time with Larry Jasser over the past month and a half or so, trying to help him develop another pitch. Larry Jasser is on the hill to pitch to Norm Miller, left-hand batter. Bill Stallman lasted five innings, tagged for four runs, gave up nine hits, struck out seven batters, and he walked first ball, ball one, to Norm Miller, and he walked only one. Curve ball taken for ball two. The infield remains the same. Well, no, it's fairly at first. The rest of the infield is the same. Sutherland at second. Wine at short. Collins at third. Curve ball swung on and missed for strike one. Stop deep in right field. The two and one delivery is bunted down to Collins. He charges it, picks it up for the first. They get the runner. Miller tried to cross up the Expo infield. You know, he had singled and hit a home run. Tried to push one down the third baseline. And Collins gave it the charge at third, scooped it up, and whipped it over to Ron Fairley for the out. One away. Edwards, the batter. He had a single in the fourth. This one's hit down the line in left field, just inside the line. We'll go for extra bases. Into the corner is Mac Jones. The ball gets away from him. Edwards is going to go to third. Here comes the throw. Relay. Safe. A close play. At third. Edwards is on third with a triple. He just got... Third one down the line in left field. Jones had shifted over, four toward left center field. Mack had to chase it in the corner and took a bounce the wrong way on him. And he got to it, still couldn't get the handle on it. And uh, Edwards, not a speedball by any means, made it all the way to third. Play was close. Wine taking the relay from... Brother Collins taking the relay from Wine. Would receive the ball from Jones. It was a close play, and Edwards had to slide into the bag. Marty Martinez, right-hand batter. The first pitch, swung on and missed for strike one. 0-1 on Martinez. Runner on third is John Edwards. Houston leading this ball game by two runs. The on one delivery, curveball inside, one and one. Parker, Salty Parker coaching at third, and Mel McGahey at first base for the, the Astros. The one and one delivery is popped out of play, foul to the right side into the seat. One ball and two strikes. We're in the top half of the sixth inning. Jerry Robertson will pitch for the Expos tomorrow night. Jerry, the right-hander. George Stone, the left-hander, will go to the hill for Atlanta. The one and two pitch. 
Line shot right center field. We'll drop in there for at least one. Edwards comes home to score. Here's the play at second base. The throw. He got him. A fine throw by Ty Klein into Bobby Wine. So Martinez knocks in a run with a single. And he's thrown out eight to six. Ty Klein to Bobby Wine, covering the bag at second base. Edwards comes in to score, and Houston leads five to two. Two away, Don Wilson, the pitcher. Wilson, right-hand batter, struck out in the third and struck out in the fourth. Jaster's first pitch is taken low for ball one. Martinez hit that one in a right center field. Ty Klein with great speed got to that ball and the fine throw got Martinez. High outside. Ball two. Two and only count on Don Wilson. Jaster's next delivery. Taken right down the pike for a call strike. Two and one. The two and one pitch is swung on and missed for strike two. Two balls and two strikes. Strike three swinging. Houston picked up one run on one hit, on two hits, no errors, nobody left on base. The score going to the bottom of the sixth is now 5-2 to two for Houston. Fans following this Atlanta series coming up starting tomorrow night, the Expos will host the Braves tomorrow night, single game, doubleheader on Wednesday, and a single game on... Uh, doubleheader on Tuesday, the single game on Wednesday. Thursday's an off day, and the team next weekend will be in Houston on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before coming back here to Jerry Park one week from Monday when it'll be the Cincinnati Redlegs coming to town. We'll see the Reds, the Giants, the Padres, the Dodgers all here at Jerry Park in this month of August. It's a great month for some great baseball at Jerry Park. To get by the Expos ticket offices, remember you can get tickets for any Expos game in advance. Any game between now and the end of the season, you can purchase the tickets now and have them well in advance of your trip to Jerry Park. And don't forget to look into tickets for preseason football, the first game coming up August 25th here at Jerry Park. Undoubtedly, a lot of our listeners remember the great show, the great international show, Expo 67, and the follow-up show, Man in This World, last year. Well, the beautiful island setting is the same, but Man in This World is new. Montreal's international show is just packed with new attractions this year. See it. It's open until September the 7th. This message to anyone listening, whether in the Montreal area or down along the Expo Network in the United States or up around the Ottawa Valley. John Bateman, a home run in the fourth inning. Wilson delivers his first pitch on the outside corner for strike one. Bateman hit into a... uh, was safe on an error. Bounced into a fielder's choice in the second. Was safe on an error by Joe Morgan. This one is high. Bateman went for it but held up. And the count is one and one. One ball and one strike. 
The one-and-one delivery. Hit on the ground down a short. Now Martinez moves in front of short, takes it, and fires it over to first base. And Bateman's out of there. Let's take ten seconds for station identification. This is the Expo Baseball Radio Network. This is the home of Expo Baseball in the Capital District. WHRL in Albany, New York. Bobby Wine struck out in the second and singled in the fourth. Bob Bailey is moving into the on-deck circle. This one is low and outside. The first one to Bobby Wine for ball one. Elroy Face is warming up for the Expos. So he'll come on a pitch. Ball two, two and oh. I'm Bobby Wine. Wilson has given the Expos, give it up only five hits. On the inside corner for a call strike. Two and one the count. Houston have tagged uh, the Expos for 11 hits. Two of them off Larry Jass, the other nine off Stoneman. Swung on and missed for strike two. Two and two. One away. In the bottom half of the sixth inning, Houston leading this ball game five to two. The two and two pitch on the ground down a second. In court is Morgan over to first and winds out. Two away and Bob Bailey moves in a pinch hit. Bailey yesterday came in as a pinch hitter. And hit one just inches foul in left field, inches away from a home run. And then that was foul. Next pitch, he sent a Zusalu back to the fence. It was that close. Wilson's all set, delivers his first pitch to Bailey. He goes right through the backstop. Ball one. One and oh. Bailey's batting average, 268. Bob has hit nine home runs. He has knocked in 42 runs for the Expos. Swings and misses at the one and oh delivery, and the count is one and one. Now he calls for the pine tar rag from Ty Klein in the on-deck circle. He wants to grip all of that bat in a good, secure grip. And come around quickly on that fastball from Mr. Don Wilson. The one-on-one pitch is foul to the right of us. Onto the screen, now down into the seat. Bounces all over the place. Oh, who got it? Youngster got it. Snatched it right out of the hands of a good-looking blonde. And she's still looking for it in the seat. She thinks it's down there. Young fella came up from behind and just grabbed it and ran back up to his seat. The 
The one and two pitch. Swung on and missed for strike three. Bailey's out, so the Expos. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. The score after six complete innings of play, five to two for Houston. As we mentioned preseason football in that first game coming up on August 25th, that will match the Boston Patriots of the American Football League and the Detroit Lions of the National Football League. The second preseason game here at Jerry Park will take place on September 11th. Then we'll have two National Football League teams here, the New York Giants and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, tickets for both those games are on sale at all Expos ticket offices. They're priced at $6, $4, and $3. You can go by and get a brochure outlining the seating diagram of Jerry Park and the layout of the football field when you get your tickets to preseason football. Now, that first game is just around the corner. The Detroit Lions of the NFL and the Boston Patriots of the AFL. Monday night, August 25th, here at Jerry Park, in Montreal. Get your tickets now while there's still plenty of good seats available. Well, we've got some more changes for the Expos. Elroy Face comes on to pitch for the Expos in the top half of the seventh inning. And Bob Bailey will play at first base. Ron Fairley leaves the ball game. He injured his foot on a foul tip. And uh, was moved from center field to first base the last inning. We're moving Klein out to center field. And now manager Gene Mock will leave Bob Bailey in the lineup. And Bailey is at first. So that infield changed a bit again. Bailey's at first. Sutherland's at second. Collins at third and Wine at short. Ty Klein in center field. Now for the next three innings, here's Dave Van Horn. Roy Face is the third exposed pitcher to work this afternoon, and he'll face the top of the order here in the seventh. First pitch to Sandy Valdespino. Fly ball foul down the left field line, out of play. Drew a crowd. Mac Jones, Kevin Collins, Bobby Wine were all back there. None could get it. 0-1 to Valdespino. The Astros lead 5-2 here in the seventh. Dave, after six complete innings of play... Houston, five runs, 11 hits, and one error. Montreal, two runs on five hits and one error. Valdespino does not have one of those 11 hits. He's 0 for 3. He and Bleffrey and Wilson have been shut out this afternoon in the hit department. Here's a ground ball left side. Wine with it. Throws the first. Valdespino is out. One away. Larry Jaster went one inning. Gave up one run on two hits, struck out one. Joe Morgan will be the batter, and he has had a perfect day. Two for two with a walk. He's scored two runs, has stolen a base. He tripled his last time up. That was in the fifth inning. Jim Wynn on deck. Morgan's left-hand hitter. Pitch is cut on, and a high fly ball down the right field line. Foul and out of play. Way down there, about 300 feet. 0-1 to Morgan. Face rubbing up a new ball, ready to go now, looking down to John Bateman for the side. Our second game... Larry Durker will be pitching for Houston. 
Here's the 0-1 pitch. Bunnett, third base side, charging Collins. Bear has it, missed the ball. Morgan with an infield hit, bunting safely. His third hit of the day. And with one out, Morgan's on. The batter will be Jim Wynn. Howie Reed will be pitching for the Expos in the second game. Jim Wynn. Dirker is 13 and 8 on the year. Reed is 5 and 2. We're in the seventh here of our first game. Houston leading 5-2. Jim Wynn at the plate. He's 2 for 3. Doubled, singled, and then struck out. Takes a ball. Center fielder Ty Klein a few steps into left center. Win doubled to right center. It's a quick throw to first base. Getting back in time is Morgan. Morgan Steele in the third was his 25th. Pitch is low and outside. Ball two. Two and nothing to Jim Wynn. Ron Fairley has suffered a bruise just above the instep of his right ankle. He'll be all right. Here's the two. Oh, Roy stepped off the rubber. He's getting set for the 2-0 to win. The stretch again. Now he deals. It's cut on and popped up. Left side of the infield. Way up there. Kevin Collins, Bobby Wine. Wine makes the catch. It's two away. The batter will be Dennis Menke, the Houston shortstop. Menke struck out his first time up. Since then, he's gone two for two. Got a base hit up the middle in the third, drove in a run. Got a base hit in the fifth and drove in a run. So he's two for three and a right-hand hitter. Chokes up a little bit on the bat. Houston's leading hitter, having a great year. 29-year-old veteran. Morgan takes his lead. The pitch to Menke. Taken, low and away, ball one. For Roy Face, this is his 39th appearance of the year. He makes another throw to first base and Morgan gets back in time. Roy trying to get Menke. Again throws the first. Diving back in is Morgan. A great move by Faze. Morgan just did get in there. He went back in on his belly. Roy faked him back that time. Gives Morgan a look. Here's the pitch way outside to Menke. Ball two. Two and nothing to Dennis Menke. So Morgan's getting a pretty good workout in second. But he's been through this before. And we'll see if he tries to go. Face at the belt. Looks at Morgan. There he goes. Here's the throw by Bateman. And he is out. Bateman to Sutherland. And Morgan is out of there. Menke left at the plate. No runs, one hit. No errors, nobody left at the end of six and a half. Houston five, the Expos two. 
On the out-of-town scoreboard, the Dodgers are leading St. Louis 4 to nothing in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Chicago and San Diego are tied one all, playing in the top half of the fifth. Atlanta leads New York 5 to nothing in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Cincinnati and Philadelphia, boy, they've got a high-scoring ball game going. 9 to 6 for Philadelphia over Cincinnati, playing in the fifth inning. And Lee May has just hit a three-run homer. So add another three runs to that Cincinnati score. It's uh, now nine alls. Nine Cincinnati, nine Philadelphia, nine. Playing in the fifth inning. Boy, a lot of runs. A scorekeeper's nightmare in that ball game. The Giants are leading Pittsburgh three to one. Top half of the eighth inning. Baltimore, Minnesota scoreless in the bottom half of the second. Detroit leads Chicago one to nothing in the fifth inning. Cleveland leads Kansas City one to nothing in the fifth inning. Well, we've seen some sparkling play by John Bateman behind the plate for the Expos. He has thrown out three runners at second base. He has hit a home run. So John is having a good afternoon. But right now the Expos trail by three runs. It's 5-2 to two for Houston over Montreal as we go to the bottom half of the seventh inning and Ty Klein. Gary Geiger has taken over in left field for the Astros, replacing Sandy Valdespino. A defensive move made by Harry the Hat Walker. So the Astros came in here, and they've been tough. They're leading 5-2 to two here. They've won the first two games of this series. They're just two and a half games out of first place. They're shooting for their eighth straight victory. Now Ty Klein, Gary Sutherland, Rusty Staub will try to do something about it. First pitch to Ty is down low for a ball. Ty has been called out on strikes, flied to center, and grounded out to short. 0 for 3. Wilson deals a 1-0. Cross the letters for a strike, one and one. Wilson's been tough this afternoon. He's fanned nine. There's a ground ball to the first baseman. Bleffrey up with it. Steps on the bag, beating Klein. There's one away. Two, four, six. He's fanned 10. 10 strikeouts. Gary Sutherland, who's one for three, will be the batter. Wilson holds the National League record for most strikeouts in a game, which is 18. He set it against Cincinnati on June 14th last year. The pitch to Gary. Swung on. A hard hit ball to the shortstop, Menke. He's up with it. The throw to first, and Suds is out. First ball hitting. Two away. Rusty Staub will be the batter. Rusty walked his first time up. The right fielder. Then struck out twice. Once in the third and once in the fifth. Two down with nobody on and Houston up by three runs. 5-2 here in the seventh. Don Wilson delivers the pitch. Hits the inside corner about knee high for a strike. 0-1. They play stop deep and around to the right. We've had a breeze from left to right all afternoon. The only one that's taken advantage of it has been Norm Miller. Here's a pitch fouled back to the left side. Strike two to Rusty. John Bateman's home run, which came in the fourth inning for the Expos, was a 
Almost a line drive home run. A solid shot into the left field bleachers. Wilson with the 0-2 to stop. Low and away. One ball, two strikes. Dave, Cincinnati have scored ten runs in the top half of the fifth inning. They lead Philadelphia by the score of uh, 16 to 9. Next pitch to Rusty is fouled off to the right side of the plate on the ground. One ball, two strikes. Lee May and Pete Rose have hit three run homers for Cincinnati in the fifth inning. Accounting for six of those ten, huh? That's right. That's some hitting ball club. Here's the one-two now to stop. Taken for the third strike. Called. Mark that in your books. Third time stop struck out this afternoon. And you're not going to see that too many times in any season from Rusty Stop. Nothing across for the Expos here in the seventh. The score at the end of seven. Houston five. And Montreal two. Well, fans, baseball is fun in the group, and there are all kinds of groups here this afternoon taking in today's twin bill between the Expos and the Houston Astros. The Albany Social Club from uh, Collinsville, uh, Quebec, is here. The YCAP camp from Montreal is also here. The Terrebonne Baseball uh, Club, Minor Baseball League, is represented from Terrebonne, Quebec. Railway Tours of Canada from Toronto have a large group here at Jerry Park this afternoon. The Colonial Coach Line Tour Group from Ottawa is here. And uh, several other groups, including a group from Iron Fire, Ontario. So, what we'd like to pass on to you, if you have not as yet formed a group to come to Montreal to see the Expos in action, why don't you do so? Guaranteed to have loads of fun here at Jerry Park. The man of contact is Mr. Roger Savard. Roger Savard, he's in charge of group sales at the Montreal Expo office. Well, we go now to the top half of the eighth inning. Houston leading by three runs, five to two over the Expos. The first man up for Houston, Dennis Menke. Menke's two for three has driven in two runs. He was left at the plate when Morgan was thrown out attempting to steal in the seventh. Face on the mound. Delivers a high breaking pitch. Ball one. Menke, Bluffrey, and Miller. Here in the top of the eighth for Houston. The 1-0 pitch. Menke takes this one across the letters. A strike called. Houston Club, the one team in the National League that we have been unable to defeat this season. One ball, one strike to Menke. Roy winds and deals. Check swing and a looper. Klein for a Bailey. First base has got it. Bob Bailey's playing at first. Gary Sutherland is second. Bobby White at short. Kevin Collins at third. Here's Kirk Bluffrey. Bluffrey's over three. Fly to right, lined out to left, and struck out in the fifth. Roy facing him for the first time. Face deals. Bluffrey way ahead of it. Swings and misses for a strike. (laughs) 
You get your timing thrown off like that too often, you're going to have back trouble. Here is a hard hit ball to right field that's going to clear the wall and bounce off the scoreboard. That's a home run for Kurt Bleffrey. That might have glanced off the scoreboard and gone over to the swimming pool. But it ticked to the right side of the scoreboard. And Bleffrey has his third home run of this series. Dave, I saw a youngster over in the pool actually run over and get the ball. So as you said, it hit over, over that face in right field and took a bounce. How it bounced over to the pool, I don't know. But I saw a youngster run, run right across in front of a crowd of people, pick up the ball, and head back. That is Bleffrey's eighth home run of the year. So all of the Expos pitchers, all of them, all three that have worked today, have been scored on. Bill Stolman, the starter, gave up four runs. Jaster gave up a run. Now Face gives up a run on this home run to Bleffrey. Norm Miller is two for three and hit a homer in the fourth. Let the first one go for a ball. Swung and missed the next pitch from Roy Face for a strike. One ball, one strike. There's one out and nobody on. The 1-1. One, one. Down low, ball two, two and one. Well, Brett Bleffrey has really come on strong since the first of July. Starting to hit that long ball for the Astros. Here's a foul back into the boxes behind home plate. Count is two and two to Norm Miller. Second Houston home run, third one of the day. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Check swing, it's low and inside. Try to hold up John Bateman asking the third base, um, uh, asking the plate umpire, Al Barlick, to check with the third base umpire, Andy Olson, about that check swing. But it's a ball, three and two the count on Norm Miller. The pitch swung on. High fly ball, shallow right center, coming fast as Klein. He's got it. Center fielder Ty Klein takes care of that. Miller is out of there, and the batter will be John Edwards. Edwards is two for three. Struck out in the second, got a base hit in the fourth, tripled in the sixth. Left-hand hitter. Edwards foul tips the first one. Now he didn't get a piece of it. He started to go after it, the ball between John Bateman's legs into the backstop. I thought he'd foul tipped it. But he held up and the pitch was just down low and got away from John. It's ball one. With two outs, there's nobody on base. Here's the pitch. Edwards swings and misses strike one. Houston leading six to two here in the eighth. The one-one. Check swing, and this one rolls up the screen. One ball, two strikes. 
Between games, Russell will give you a look at all the other games on the baseball scoreboard. One and two, the count on Edwards. Here's the pitch. Swung on, line drive, right field, stop back, can't get it, home run. That makes it seven to two. Base is given up three hits, two of them home runs. One to Bleffrey and now one to John Edwards here. Seven to two ball game. Fourteen hits now for the Astros. Marty Martinez, who's one for three, is the batter. Takes one low and in. Ball one. That's the third Houston home run. The 1-0 pitch for a strike. One and one to Martinez, left-hand hitter. That was Edwards' third hit of the day also. Pitch is swung on and fouled down to the left side, out of play. First row of the box seats just behind the exposed dugout. Kevin Collins chased over there and gave it a good run, but could not get to the ball. One and two to Martinez. The pitch swung on and looped out into shallow left field. Wine going back. Mac Jones coming in. He can't get to it. That'll be a hit for Martinez. Mac Jones came fast and as hard as he could. The ball just out of his reach. He gave it a good try. Martinez second hit. Third hit. Uh, fourth hit off Roy Face. The pitcher. The 15th hit for Houston, and Don Wilson, the pitcher, will be the batter. Wilson has struck out three times. Martinez at first. The pitch. Wilson fouls this one, rolling up the screen. Strike one. at the belt, checks his runner. The pitch to Wilson is cut on. Ground ball to the left side. Wine backhands it, plants himself. Long throw, pulls Bailey off the bag, and Wilson beats it out. Throwing error on the shortstop, Bobby Wine. Moves Martinez to second. The second expose error, and the batter will be... The left fielder. Gary Geiger, Gary. the left fielder. Geiger. He's up for the first time. Geiger's batting 231. He's a left-hand hitter. Face deals. Geiger takes a strike, 0-1. Houston in this first one. We're in the eighth. Here's the pitch. Low and inside. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Two 
The stretch and the pitch. It's high and outside. Ball two. Two and one. Houston came into this game just a half game behind Los Angeles. Of course, Los Angeles involved in that ball game at St. Louis today. And St. Louis using a reliever as a starter today, Chuck Taylor. Against the left-hander, Claude Osteen. Here's the 2-1. Swung on and missed by Geiger. Evens account of two balls and two strikes. Martinez the runner at second, Wilson the runner at first. This Houston club having quite a year. Here's the 2-2. Inside, ball three. Three and two now to Geiger. Twice this season, the Astros have won ten in a row. They're shooting for their eighth straight in this one and leading seven to two here in the eighth inning. A couple of runs in on Bleffrey's home run and Edwards' home run. Face with the 3-2 pitch. Struck him out. Geiger goes down swinging. The Astros are through in the eighth. Two runs, three hits, one error, and two left. And the score at the end of seven and a half, Houston seven, Montreal two. Fans, I'd like to tell you once again about the handy little booklet turned out by O'Keefe Brewery in Montreal. It's called Let's Talk Baseball. And it's just jam-packed with all kinds of information on the Montreal Expos Baseball Club. Our professional baseball background in Montreal is dates back to all back into the 1880s when they had a manager by the name of Charlie Dooley. Information such as this, it leads all the way through the history of the Montreal Royals and AAA baseball, that great year in 1946 when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier and became one of the outstanding stars in baseball, leading the Montreal Royals to the International League pennant and the Governor's Cup, the Little World Series Championship. That was a fantastic year for baseball in Montreal. Well, you'll find all kinds of information like that in this handy booklet, Let's Talk Baseball. It may be obtained. Just address your envelope to Let's Talk Baseball, Post Office Box 1387, Station B, Montreal. It's free. Well, the Expos have some catching up to do as they trail by five runs. Two more innings to go. Here in the eighth inning, it'll be Max Jones and a pinch hitter for Elroy Faith and Kevin Collins. Right now, let's take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Montreal Expos Baseball Radio Network. Mac Jones is all set to swing in the bottom half of the eighth inning and all set to describe it, Dave Van Horn. Mac Jones over two with a walk. Then we'll have Ron. Well, Ron Fairley was scheduled. He's been taken out of the ball game. It'll be Jose Herrera to bat in that spot. Max swung and missed Wilson's first offering. Wilson delivers and a strike on Max. 0 and 2. Wilson has now struck out 11 in this ball game. Seven short of the record. The pitch 
fouled. Back behind the plate. Still 0-2. So it'd be pretty tough for him to set any kind of a new record today. The 0-2 pitch is high, ball one, one ball, two strikes. It would be possible for him to do so, but highly improbable. The 1-2 to Mac, fouled back into the screen. Strikeout number 12 for Don Wilson. That'll bring Jose Herrera to the plate. Herrera will bat for the pitcher Roy Face, who was inserted in the number five spot, Ron Fairley's originally position, original batting position. Fouls the first pitch back high out of the air and out of play behind the plate. Strike one. Jose batting 339 in 21 games. He's got 20 hits and 59 at bats. Here's the 0 1 pitch to Herrera. Fouled high into the air, back to the right side, 0-2. One of our listeners had mentioned that uh, they thought maybe Bob Gibson had the strikeout record last year, but it's not. It's this man out on the mound here, Don Wilson. Gibson in the first game of the World Series, which is not included in the National League uh, regular season record books. It's, of course, a World Series uh, record book that the series figures are kept in. Gibson, the first game of the series last year against Detroit, struck out 17. Pitches high and away from Jose. Ball one. One ball, two strikes. But Don Wilson fanned 18 Cincinnati Reds on July 14th last year. The pitch to Jose. Swung on, ground ball over to Menke. He throws to Bluffery at first, and Herrera's out. Two away. That'll bring Kevin Collins to the plate. Kevin's one for three. Got a base hit his first time up, then struck out twice. The Expos have five hits off Mr. Wilson, none since the fourth. The first pitch to Collins, a strike, called. The only extra base hit among the five, Bateman's home run in the fourth. Collins fouls one out of play, third base side. Owen two to Kevin. 
In our second game, Howie Reed. Former Astro will be going against Larry Durker. Swing and a high pop-up. Left side of the infield. Menke coming in. Now the third baseman, Martinez, makes the catch. And that's it. The Expos are down one, two, three, with nothing across. And at the end of eight innings here at Jerry Park, it's Houston 7, Montreal 2. And you want to know an ideal way to spend a day in Montreal? Well, this is meant for people, especially outside the Montreal area, living along the Expo Baseball Network. An ideal way would be to head to Montreal early, spend the day down at Man in His World, a great international exhibition being held for the third straight year. Of course, it was Expo 67 in its opening year, Man in His World last year, and Man in His World again this year. It's just loaded with all kinds of new entertainment, 800 acres of wonders, 75 pavilions, restaurants, beer gardens, fun and entertainment unlimited. All right, so you come to Montreal and spend the day at Man in His World. Pick out a fine eating place in old Montreal. Enjoy a fine meal. And then head out to Jerry Park to see the Expos in action against the National League. And tomorrow night, we'll see one of the great teams the Atlanta Braves, leaders of the Western Division, right here against our Expos at Jerry Park. Dick Raditz is now pitching for the Expos, coming on a pitch to Houston in the top half of the ninth inning. Raditz on the hill for the Expos. And the first man he'll face will be second baseman Joe Morgan, followed by Jimmy Wynn and Dennis Menke. Roy Bates went two innings, gave up two runs, four hits, struck out one. And now Dick Raddatz to pitch the ninth here. He'll face Morgan Wynn and Menchie. And Morgan's been something else today. He's three for three with a walk, has scored two runs, has a stolen base having a perfect afternoon so far. The pitch to Morgan is swung on. Here's a line drive caught by Gary Sutherland. Sutherland timed his leap perfectly right on the edge of the grass and brought it down to get Morgan out for the first time. Jim Wynn, who's two for four, will be the batter. Right-hand hitter, and then Menke. Raditz up for the 19th time. All in relief. Has an 0-2 record. First pitch low for a ball to win. Raditz, big right-hander. Pitch, strike call to the fastball, 1-1. One Here's the pitch. Inside, ball two, two and one. You know, Raditz established a major league record for the most games finished in a season back in 1964 when he finished 67 games with the Boston Red Sox. Pitch is outside to win, ball three. He also set an American League record for the most wins in relief for one season. That was in 64 with 16 victories 
And he pitched 157 innings that season in relief, which was a record in the American League. Pitch is high to win. He is on. So win draws a walk. Raditz giving him the free ticket. And that will bring Dennis Menke to the plate. Menke is two for four. Menke. to Menke. Fouled out of play to our right. 0-1. There's one out. Win at first. Infield at double play depth. Houston leading 7-2 here in the ninth. Raditz at the belt and the pitch to Menke is high and inside. One ball and one strike. Menke got his hits off the Expos starter, Bill Stoneman. Got a base hit in the third and one in the fifth, each time driving in a run. The 1-1 to Menke. High and away, ball two. Wynn taking his lead from first base. There he goes. Pitch is swung on. Fly ball right field. Stop coming in. He's got it. He's going to rifle to first base. But Wynn gets back ahead of the throw. Just did get back. Nice throw by Rusty Staub as Menke flies out to right. Two away. The batter will be Kurt Lumpry, who in his last trip to the plate slammed a home run to right field that just tipped the top right corner of the scoreboard and went over into the swimming pool here in Jerry Park. Which is a large municipal park in which Jerry Stadium actually is located. Here's a bouncing ball to the right side. Sutherland deep, up with it. Throws to first base. That's all for Fleffrey. And Houston's through in the night. No runs, no hits, no errors. And one left. The score... The end of eight and a half, Houston seven, Expos two. Well, the Expos will really have to come on like gangbusters to tie up this ball game as they trail by five runs going into the bottom half of the ninth inning. And we'll be looking at the bottom third of the Expo order, John Bateman. Big John has had a home run in this ball game. One of the uh, five hits picked up by the Expos off Don Wilson, who has been real stingy this afternoon. Uh, Bateman will be followed by Bobby Wine and uh, Bob Bailey. Then we'll go to the top of the order if the Expos can get uh, anything going and at least pass the first three batters. This has been a tremendous ball game turned in by Don Wilson. He has struck out 12 men in the game this afternoon. This is one of the finest pitching performances we have seen this year here at Jerry Park in Montreal. Always in control, and uh, Wilson has never been in trouble this afternoon. He's been in complete control all afternoon. He had a couple of runners on, runners in first and third in the third inning, but he struck out Kevin Collins to get out of the jam. So here we go. Bottom half of the ninth inning, the last chance for the Expos. They trail by five runs. First man up for Montreal will be John Bateman, 
who hit his sixth home run of the year in the fourth inning into Jonesville. Well, Wilson has been super this afternoon. Facing the bottom third of the order for the fourth time today, Wilson's given up two hits in that bottom third of the order. Bateman's home run and Wines' infield hit. John takes a strike from Wilson. 0-1. Pitch got on. Base hit center field. Bateman's second hit of the day. Hit number six for the Expos. So they're not going to roll over and die here. Ron Brand is going to pinch hit for Bobby Wine. Brand, very popular, gets a nice hand as he's introduced. Ron is batting 267. got a note here from Ron, too, that I want to read in a moment. Here's the pitch. It's cut on. And a high pop-up down the right field line. Miller coming over fast. Foul territory. He makes the catch. So Brand is out. Fouling out. Way down the right field line to Norm Miller. One away. Bateman holding first. Ron wanted us to pass along get well message to a young friend of his, Ross Corcoran. Young Ross was injured in an automobile accident. He was hit by a car in Pierre Fon. He's recovering now, and we understand coming along well. That's near Ron Brand's home. And Ron wanted us to say hello to Ross and wish him a speedy recovery. So we do exactly that. Ross, if you're listening, we hope all is going well, and we hope to see you at the ballpark soon. Here's Bob Bailey. Bob swings and fouls the first pitch back into the screen behind the plate. Strike one. Bob batting in that number nine spot. Struck out in the sixth. When he came on as a pinch hitter, then stayed in the game. One out and one on. Wilson deals. It's high and inside to Bob. The doubleheader. Houston leading 7-2 here in the ninth. The pitch to Bailey. Swung on. This ball slammed out into center field. A base hit for Bob. John Bateman holds up at second base. Bailey's on. Seventh hit for the Expos. And we go to the top of the order. Ty Klein will be the batter. Gary Sutherland moving into the on-deck circle. Klein is due. Ty is 0 for 4. Called out on strikes. Flied out. And grounded out twice. Wilson looks at his lead runner, Bateman. The pitch to Ty is outside. Ball one. We've got activity in the Houston bullpen. Tom Griffin. That's not Griffin. Let me double check that again. 
Here's a foul back to the left side. I believe that's blasting game. Left-hander, it is. One and one, the count on Ty Klein. Runners are at first and second. The pitch to Ty. Swing and a foul tip at the plate. That's off Klein's ankle. Klein is taking a stroll around home plate. Trying to shake that off. That happened to Ron Fairley in the sixth inning, uh, fifth inning. And uh, Ron suffered a bruise just above instep on his right foot. Dr. Broderick has told us that Ron will be okay. Wilson ready for the one-two to Klein. Here comes. It's fouled back to the screen. So the count remains a ball and two strikes. Gary Sutherland on deck, one out. The Expos would love to get a ninth-inning rally going. They're down by five runs. Good crowd here today. The one-two from Wilson. Look out, a little tight. Ty leaning back. Even the count of two balls and two strikes. Well, see, the fans are playing guess the attendance again today, aren't they? We'll have that to talk about a little bit later on the second game. Pitches high. Ball three. Three and two to Ty Klein. Wilson's in danger of loading the bases. The pitch to tie. High and outside. Ball four. He's on. The bases are loaded. Bateman goes to third. Bailey to second. Line on at first. And Harry Walker. I couldn't see who came out. Was it Harry? No, it was uh, nobody's come out. Now... Coming out of the dugout is Jim Owens, the Houston pitching coach. Owens is out to the mound and talked to Don Wilson. Bleffrey is over there along with Joe Morgan and the catcher, John Edwards. Bleffrey and Morgan just getting their signals straight. And they're checking things out with shortstop Dennis Menke. One out. The bases are loaded, and Gary Sutherland's the batter. Gary's one for four. First pitch is a called strike, all in one. Wilson rocks into motion. His pitch to Gary swung on and missed. For strike two, he tried to hold up and went around. Nothing in two to Gary. Rusty Stop is on deck. 
the pitch. Low and inside. Ball one. Bateman at third. Bailey at second. Climb the runner at first. They're loaded here with only one out in the ninth. The pitch to Gary. Swung on and foul. Bounced off to the left side behind the plate. Still one and two. And what a beautiful afternoon it's been here in Montreal for this doubleheader. This is the first game. Howie Reed and Larry Jerker will face off in the second game. Here's the pitch. Gary swings and hits one foul out of play, way down to the right. Still one and two. Blazing game has been joined by Fred Gladding, a right-hander, down in the Houston bullpen. Here's Wilson's pitch. Ground ball to the right side. Morgan will go to first base for one out and a run scores. The Gary Sutherland grounds out but picks up an RBI as John Bateman crosses the plate. Ty Klein moves to second and Bob Bailey to third. That makes it a 7-3 ball game. And Rusty Staub will be the batter now with runners at first, uh, second, and third. Wilson deals. Staub fouls it back to the screen. Strike one. There's two outs. Getting ready for the pitch. It's in for a strike called on Rusty. He looked at that second offering, thought it was a little high. Oh, and two, the count. Here it comes. It's foul back out of play behind the plate. Coming back onto the screen. We've still got a chance to do something here against Wilson. The count 0-2 on stop. The pitch. Fastball struck him out. Rusty down swinging for the fourth time. That is the ball game. Wilson logs 13 strikeouts here and wins it 7-3. In the ninth, one run, two hits, no errors, two left. The final score, Houston, 7 Montreal 3, and I'll have the totals in a minute. Well, fans, there'll be a, a short intermission here as the uh, grounds crew gets the uh, field ready, the infield ready for the start of the second game between the Expos and the Astros. The Expos have yet to beat the Houston Astros this year. They've lost every ball game, both here in Montreal, the earlier series. They've dropped uh, right now three in a row against them in this present series. And, of course, they have a series coming up next weekend under the big dome in Houston. So uh, the Astros have held the Expos off the, the win column in meetings this year. However, there is a second game coming up, and there's always, of course, a first time. 
But so far this year, Houston certainly have uh, Montreal's number. Well, for the Expos in the second game, we'll be looking at uh, how we read. Uh, how we read in the second game, we'll be pitching for Montreal, a veteran right-hander, up and down several times in Major League Baseball. One time with the Los Angeles Dodgers, he also played against this Houston for this Houston ball club. Well, the final score: seven to three for Houston over the Montreal Expos. Here with a quick wrap-up on what happened, Dave Van Horn. Okay, Russ. The line score on the game, Houston, seven runs, 15 hits, one error. Montreal, three runs, seven hits, and two errors. Three home runs in the game. John Bateman hit one for the Expos. In the fourth, nobody on. For Houston, Norm Miller connected to right center in the fourth. Kurt Fleffrey and John Edwards both had home runs in the eighth. They were all solo home runs. 7-3, Houston over the Expos in the first game of the doubleheader. I'll have more on the wrap-up in one minute. 